What is up? Welcome back to Sci-Fi Season, the only podcast with the audacity to blame you for everything that went wrong in your relationship. So I've been meaning to do a, a mailbag episode where I answer some questions, and this is it. I have three questions that I pulled that are they're closely related. So question number one, should I give the person that cheated on me a second chance? Question number two, how do I make sure that I'm not getting played in my relationship? Obvious tie-in. And question number three, is there a love that lasts forever? Is that a thing? Question one, should I give the person that cheated on me a second chance? First of all, this is a crazy question to ask somebody that you've never actually met in person. But just for general advice, you ask the question, I have general general answers. At the end of the day, it's a decision that only you can make, but you should break it down. In general, yeah, specifically, when somebody cheats on you, that attacks the trust. And you have to know how you are, you know, how good you deal with being in a trust-poor environment. Trust is like a vase. You drop the vase, you break it, shatters into a bunch of pieces. You can reassemble it, you can put it back together, and if you have all the right pieces, you can actually get something that looks all right, and it will actually do the job that it was intended to do, hold water and flowers. But if some of the pieces are missing, like in the bottom, the base, you're not going to ever be able to get it to hold water again. So that part's not going to be there. It can still hold flowers, can't hold water. Do you still want it? Does it still work well enough for you? Now, you can be missing a piece up there towards the the mouth and find that the vase does everything that you needed to do still, and it works. And depending on how you fix it, it might even give it a little bit more character, and it might be a little bit more valuable to you because you were able to salvage something that looked like it was gone. All that's the flowery way to just say, it really depends on how you are in a trust-poor environment. Does it still work well enough for you? To stay together, for it to make any sense, you have to be able to trust them again. You have to find a way to renew adequate levels of trust. If, if you don't have it, then it's not going to work. You're just going to be miserable every time you're not with them. You're going to be wondering what they're doing, who they're with, if they're with somebody else, if they're cheating on you again. How could that work? And additionally, that sounds shitty to always be on pins and needles and always be worried. That is going to get old for you and, and not just for you because there definitely will be a period of mandatory check-ins. There's going to be a phase where you require them to let you know where they are and you're going to demand proof that they're where they say they are and that they're alone. It's going to be a lot of camera phone calls. And the person that you that cheated on you has to know it, and they have to expect it. But they're not always going to accept that behavior indefinitely without some sort of counter-resentment. Additionally, you got to know, why did they cheat on you? Really, it's a symptom of other things, generally, unless they just always planned on doing it from the beginning. Is it about... The two of you, something changing between the two of you, that dynamic is different because you have input in that. But if it's just them, the most you can do 
is support them. And honestly, are you really going to feel supportive? Certainly not in the immediate period. You have some input, right? Your support can help them work through something. But at the end of the day, it's all on them. They have to do the work. They have to figure out what led them to that decision. And really, you don't have much to say in that. For that to even work when you stay together, because there's tons of people that are married, for example, and have infidelity come into the situation and don't get divorced. Why are they still together? Because a lot of them are not, they haven't worked through it. They haven't built something new in the place, something new and, and operational, something functional. So whether you stay together or not really depends on how well you think you can handle the trust, rebuilding some trust. And if you can't, if you know that you can't, then why stay together? And there are a lot of people, most marriages that have infidelity, you know, it's not like 100%, oh, there was infidelity, we're divorced. But of those that stay together despite the infidelity, I wonder how many are actually happy and working well because there's a lot of reasons that people would stay together in an unhappy kind of soul crushing marriage despite the infidelity could be religion could be family expectations could be children there's a lot of things that people will do in that situation and they value oh we didn't get divorced but the marriage is trash there's lots of animosity. There is no trust. It's very adversarial, but maybe civil in public. That's stupid. If you're not the type of person that can forgive and forget, and on top of that, build something that serves you and works well, should you give that person another chance? Absolutely not. Move on. But if you think that you are and you think that what you have is important enough to even attempt it, then of course, by all means, don't be so quick to throw it away, but be realistic. Trust is the be all end all. And if you can't get past the animosity and rebuild some semblance of trust, it's not going to work. Next question is the tie in question. How do I make sure that I'm not getting played in my relationship? The answer is simple. If you want to ensure that you never get played in a relationship, there is a way. And that is to not have any relationships. That's the only way. Whenever you're dealing with somebody else, unfortunately, you're always opening yourself up to that very risk. It comes with the territory. Got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. I don't know, pick your little catchy, pithy saying, but at the end of the day, you never know what another person's doing. You're not with them 24 hours a day. Who knows what they're doing? This harkens back to trust. You just got to trust them and hope for the best. And also not continually expect the worst. I think that's probably even better. But there is no way to know for sure that you're not going to get played. Um just like there's no way for sure to know that the person that you're so madly in love with isn't going to die in a car accident. None of us have a crystal ball. Go in with intent to build something and intent to enjoy and see what happens. 
if you do get played, that's just something to learn from. Last but not least, is there a love that lasts forever? I would say, go back to episode 66 when I interviewed Obi West. Listen to that interview. I think that that is a great tie-in to this. But what are we talking about when we say love? Are we talking about like butterflies in the stomach, always excited to see them, that kind of love? If so, then no. That doesn't last. That, that can't last. We like that. It's romantic. It's fun. It's definitely fun. It's sort of addictive. It's like a drug, right? But in the end, that romance can't sleep, just thinking about them, so excited, that does end because you're around each other. Think about that saying, familiarity breeds contempt. Just subtract contempt and just say, chill. (laughs) Lack of enthusiasm calms down. Does that mean it's the end of romance? Does that mean the end of a feeling of being cherished and loved and supported? No. But we're talking about that highly romantic, supercharged state. Yeah, that that goes away. The butterflies, they fly away. That said, the reason they call them committed relationships is because you have to commit to that person. And that will carry you on even after all the butterflies have long gone. So... If we're talking about that crazy manic state where you're just happy all the time, no, that does not last forever. However, that is not the only version of love that exists. That is not the only form of love on display. So those are dope questions. And, you know, we can even go further into why a person would cheat on you, all the different reasons. Some of them have to do with you. Some of them don't have anything to do with you. And that's probably something we need to jump into in another episode. Nobody wants to catch an L, but unfortunately, you can't have a perfect relationship. I don't know if anybody's ever fallen in love and stayed in love with the first person they ever fell in love with. Probably not. We don't stay the same. So the person that you fall in love with five years later is not the exact same person. And neither are you. How do you account for that? Love these questions. Feel free to send me more at sidepiece underscore season on Instagram, or you can email them to me at sidepiece season at gmail.com. In the meantime, I'm out of here. Y'all have a fantastic Monday, a great week, an awesome weekend. I'll see you back here in a week. We'll do it all over again. If you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe. That helps the show to grow. Tell a friend. If you hate it, tell an enemy it was awesome. I'll see you back here in a week. We'll do it all over again. All of this is designed to keep you from experiencing... Oh!